0: Welcome to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, your host, and my guest today is Bridget Bell, VP of Communications at IronNet, a cybersecurity company delivering collective defense. And Bridget is here to talk with us today about creating effective content conversation tracks. And we'll get into that in just a second. But first, Bridget, hello and welcome.
1: Hi, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me on today.
0: You are so welcome. So give us like the 30-second overview of who you are and a little bit about your experience and how you ended up at IronNet.
1: I've been in communications and marketing about 20 years. And in that time, really started with public relations. And More on the true content side and evolved into doing more of the marketing aspects of it. So was attracted to Ironnet because of our strong leadership and just cybersecurity is such a growing field. So was able to bring my experience both in PR marketing across the board to really build out our content plan and these content conversations we're going to talk about.
0: Okay, well let's get right into it. Content conversation tracks. Let me just start really simply by asking you what is that? What is a content conversation track?
1: At IronNet, communications really means all forms of content. So my team covers everything from content marketing, to PR, to social, to graphics, every type of content. And so really a content conversation track is taking the idea of that funnel, the engage, nurture, convert, and making it more engaging for the buyer so that it's more of a two-way conversation, not just Let us put out some marketing content for you to consume, but we want to make sure that the buyer's journey includes more of the two-way street, that they're coming to us for thought leadership, that they are being delivered content that they are really interested in across channels.
0: Where does the track come in exactly? Like, let's just sort of define that as clearly as you can, content conversation track. What does that actually mean?
1: So honestly, it's taking the traditional funnel. So starting with engage, nurture, and convert, and really mapping out where the content conversations need to happen. And so at IronNet, we did this to say for each of our personas, what type of content do we need to have them? coming back for more. And so it was defining over 60 pieces of content that mapped out to each portion of those conversations so that it would be, let's start here. Here's how we'll engage a buyer. Then what topic would they be interested in next? Go to that next piece of content. What might they be looking for? So that we mapped out a full track of what that journey should look like for a buyer.
0: Can you give me a specific example of that?
1: Of course. And I'll try to not get too technical with cybersecurity terms, but one of our personas would be a security operations center manager or a SOC manager. And so we want to figure out where can we meet that persona, where they're at with content that really attracts them. So it would be something like the latest nation-state threat, or the latest attack vector. So not even related to IronNet, but content that we know will help them in their day-to-day. So we might write a blog on that or do a video on that, put that out there. Again, our best performing content is really the the thought leadership content that does not directly tie to IronNet. So we understand what content they're looking for to start that conversation. So that's the strategic engage or the engage step then once they get more familiar with our threat research, so what we're doing out there in the cyberspace, then we start to pull in a little bit more of the IronNet-specific content. So we might have an article that talks about threats, but then talks more about our collective defense in our platform. Then we might have a webinar that is the latest how-tos for SOC managers. But again, really focusing on the buyer and not as much on IronNet until we get to the nurture and convert stages. At that point, we're really serving very specific to IronNet content up that gets into details about our platform, our differentiators. And at that point, the people who have gotten that far along in the conversation, they're really interested in that and that's what they're looking for. So I would say that the whole reason behind creating a conversation track is making sure that we're meeting our audience at their interest level and having them come back and also tell us what they're interested in by their views, the downloads, the interactions with our pieces. And as I mentioned, my team also includes social media and PR. And so being able to weave in a lot of social interaction and what we're doing with media into that content so that it's not just based on emails and webinars and lead generation.
0: Okay. So like you said before, it's not just putting content out there and hoping people see it, read it or whatever, but you want to have like a back and forth, a conversation, hence the word conversation track. And is that specifically where social media plays an important role that you're actually having back and forth sort of dialogue with prospects?
1: The social media is definitely a huge portion of that, both paid and organic social, and we make sure that we weave in social strategies through all of our content marketing. I'd also say webinars and in-person events. So mm, okay. that is all a portion of the content that we develop as well.
0: You know, I've I've been thinking sort of a lot about this. That you know, tell me what you think. That all the things that marketers do. Ultimately, it comes down to generating a conversation with prospects, right? Like a real, actual one to one conversation, especially in the B2B space, when so much of making a sale is predicated on earning trust and actually getting to know the person a little bit, right? At least most of the time. Then that's kind of what it comes down to having that real exchange of ideas, that kind of human level conversation. That's kind of what it's all geared towards. I mean, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I completely agree. And I'd say, The one word that I would really use to describe the content that we try to produce is authentic because we want to have authentic content out there that our audience is interested in and will spur those conversations because whether it's B2B or even B2C, you're selling to another human being and so want to make those connections and build those relationships and have content as that that platform to do that, to have the content as the foundation to hopefully open doors for more in-person conversations.
0: The word authentic is so heavily weighted, right? Or authenticity. I mean, it is no, nobody would disagree. We could have a whole other conversation and well, what exactly does that mean? How do you achieve authenticity, right? There's no one way. But I think maybe kind of the central way is by, you know, being genuine. Although I'm not sure how much that helps. That's just, well, what does that mean, being genuine? But but being conversational, right? Not selling, not always, right? As kind of what we're talking about. But it, it's, when it's time to sell, yeah, but you have to earn the right for that. And just get to know people in a, in a more human way. And that's, I think, what we really mean when we talk about being authentic.
1: That it's not sales first or even product first, but it's that relationship first. Of how can we put content out there, that human on the other side of the screen is going to say, this was beneficial. Great that it's IronNet that gave it to me, but it's not so sales heavy that they feel like they have gotten through this article and all they got was learning more about the IronNet product.
0: Yeah. Or if you you want to learn anything actually useful, you have to contact us and talk to our salespeople. It's like, right. It's some combination of content that's useful and that maybe helps you solve a problem or just makes you think a little bit and has a point of view, has some personality.
1: I know thought leadership is a very overused term, but it's truly that thought leadership of putting out an opinion or a bold statement that we're trying to help our audience out there. And so really our threat research is how we do that. And so one of our best performing blogs was on a recent new ransomware tool where it had nothing to do with IronNet and being able to put that out there to say, look at what we found. This might help you prevent an attack or something in the future is a great way to make that connection.
0: Yeah. Just providing answers to questions that people have.
1: Yes. And to true questions that they're actually curious about.
0: What's your advice for marketing teams that want to create effective or maybe more effective content conversation tracks?
1: Sure. I would say take off your marketing hat and think more on the the organic side. So whether it's writing like a journalist or trying to engage more on social, but it doesn't all have to be marketing. When it comes to creating a content conversation track, focus more on that conversation than the content marketing side of it.
0: Great. Well, Bridget, thank you so much for for that, for all your great insights. Really great conversation. I had fun. So I think we created some good, fun, entertaining content. That's all due to you and the energy you brought. So thank you so much.
1: I sure hope so. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great opportunity to speak with you today.
0: That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at Jeremy at Conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-Versa.com. The B2B content show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting.